Welcome to the Nutanix Community Podcast with Dwayne Lesnar and Angelo Luciani. Let's get started. This week we released Nutanix clusters on AWS and in upcoming episodes we'll dive deeper into the announcement and how it enables you to do more. But in this episode, I thought we'd talk about workloads with Nutanix clusters on AWS, and in particular, databases. This week, I chat with Sachin Cheda and Jeremy Lanier on clusters, databases, and ERA, our one-click database operation service. So with that, let's join the conversation. Thanks for joining me on the podcast, Sachin and Jeremy. Thank you, Angelo. Hey, Angelo. Nice to be here. Now, I thought we'd start with probably the hardest question of the podcast, and that is, with all of us working from home, spending more time with the family, noticing more things around the house, has there been anything that has surprised you since you've been working from home? Well, I know that uh, everyone will uh, probably agree but not publicly admit that they're definitely working more hours, Uh, but uh, for me, I think it's also great to spend a little more time with the family and spend a little more time around the house. So, for example, all the fruit trees that are there in my backyard are now getting a little more TLC versus, (laughs) say, what uh, we would have if I was working from the office. Yeah, the thing I find funny is just um, I'm amazed at how many neighbors I'm actually seeing now walking around the neighborhood that I never saw before because they were off in our office working. You know, So it's nice to actually uh, see more people. Right. Yeah. Hey, there's actually people that live here. (laughs) That's great. Well, that's great. So we recently announced Nutanix clusters and on AWS, and I thought we'd drill down on the topic, but from a database workload perspective. And before we really get into it, Sachin, can you give give folks an overview of Nutanix clusters? Um, Absolutely, Angelo. So Nutanix clusters is the concept of running Nutanix software on a public cloud infrastructure. In the specific announcement that we made uh, today, we actually announced the general availability of Nutanix clusters on AWS. This means that Nutanix uh, uh, software, our hyperconverged infrastructure software, uh, along with all the different products and services, can run on bare metal Amazon EC2 uh, instances, and this includes i3 Metal, i3 EN, et cetera. Other, other choices are, are available. And by doing so, customers now have the ability to get not only the, the, the Nutanix software running uh, on-prem on their, their servers or in a managed model with a service provider or with uh, Nutanix Xi as well, but they also have now the ability to run it on Amazon EC2. And uh, as a part of this exercise, we actually did a lot of testing. Uh, We tested workloads like VDI, uh, Citrix, we tested server virtualization, etc. But we also tested databases, and this is where I'll I'll turn it over to Jeremy to talk through a little bit more around that. Yeah, thank you, Sachin. You know, so um, databases are the crown jewels of almost every organization. And they go hand in hand with applications. You can't you can't run your applications in the cloud without having your databases close to your applications. So uh, Nutanix actually did a lot of testing and validation to make sure that we could support uh, the uh, you know, any range of enterprise applications, application databases like Oracle, SQL Server, SQL Server Always On, Postgres deployments, MySQL, and the like. 
and to really give our customers the best possible experience, whether they're running their databases on-premises or in the cloud. So Jeremy, public clouds have long been seen as an ideal infrastructure for test dev or and elastic workloads. Are you seeing something similar with databases? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, in, in the realm of databases, it's very common to see um, um, situations where a organization needs to duplicate their data set and, and bring that downstream into a test environment or to a UAT environment where they can do scalable testing. In an on-premises scenario, um, you're still constrained by what hardware you've purchased. But in a public cloud, that becomes a lot more flexible and elastic, right? So with something like clusters, you could have your on-premises databases, your prod databases secure behind your firewalls, uh, supporting your transactional systems, but then leverage the scalability of clusters in the public cloud to, to really scale dynamically um, your, your application testing against representative data sets. In fact, we even see the reverse scenario as well. We've, we've seen examples of where, you know, sometimes it makes sense to leverage the elasticity of the public cloud. Uh, there's other cases, though, where the public cloud, because of the variable costing, may end up being more money than what you would do on-premises. So we, I've also seen the reverse where uh, people will put uh, their production databases in the public cloud where it's close to where their internet-facing mobile users are, and then they do their dev test on-prem where the developers can can spin up with whatever overcommit they want on-premises and not really have to worry about uh, uh, running up the monthly bill. Yeah. And Angela, if I could chime in here, right? I mean, uh, there are a few characteristics of new tax clusters that are making this possible that are worth note, uh, noting here. So first and foremost is the concept of streamlined operations, right? So the experience that customers would have with, say, new tax clusters at large would be the same experience that they've had with their on-prem environment. So clusters on AWS is managed the same way as they would have on-prem with the same uh, set of uh, functionality that they're familiar with on that front. So in a way, we're extending it in a true hybrid se sense. Um, second thing is the way clusters on AWS is set up is that it's actually integrated with the AWS VPC. So you are essentially uh, integrating with the AWS networking layer. That means that you can access your native AWS services. So say, for example, you're in a scenario where you're looking at developing your next generation services and you want to use a combination of say AWS functions or AWS services and say databases running on new tax clusters. Um, that's possible and that's easy, easily doable uh, as a part of that, right? So it, it, is, an, it is a very powerful uh, value for customers. This is a little bit uh, different for databases, but at large, this is a big, big advantage is that clusters is in a way also um, uh, a another Nutanix instance, so you can move data back and forth from your on-prem environment using replication. Uh, now, with databases, you would also use a lot of the native replication functionality that is built in uh, based on kind of the database you choose to use. Uh, but that mobility also allows for very quick, you know, transfer and replication of the environments themselves, right? And this is again a key advantage for scenarios like dev tests where you have a production database on one side and you want to replicate it for uh, for a dev test to the other, or do you want to create a DR scenario, which is another uh, very strong use case for that. So, Jeremy? Yeah, I was just going to add that uh, you made a point earlier about uh, the benefit of one of the key value props of clusters being that you have the same type of, of um, management and data plane on-prem as you would in the public cloud. 
And I think that becomes incredibly important for databases because in the in the context of databases, it's really all about making sure you can you can make sure the databases are ultra reliable, easy to manage, and are going to be just as performant as you need to and can scale with your applications. And and, it, and traditionally, it's been very challenging to do that in a public cloud because you've been um, constrained by or limited to the the native uh, APIs of each public cloud, but with a, a solution like clusters, it becomes a lot easier to take your exact same standard build process that you've used on-premises, your same images that have been locked down and validated by your infosec or compliance teams, um, the exact same pro patching process, um, and leverage those that, and, and manage those and operate those databases the exact same way, uh, whether you're running them in the cloud, on-prem, or in a hybrid context. So it becomes a huge, uh, um, a huge benefit for organizations that have needed to move their data close to where their, their applications are, uh, but were constrained by by uh, limitations and how how what kind of performance they can get out of the public cloud. Sachin, your team did a significant amount of testing related to databases and customer scenarios. Can you talk through an example or two? Yeah, our our database solution engineering team and and uh, other folks actually did a lot of testing uh, to prepare for the general availability. Uh, one of them was basically uh, simulating a real world consolidation scenario for both SQL Server and for Oracle, where essentially they spun up uh, a cluster uh, and. Uh, Again, it was a four-node or it could be easily a six-node cluster, et cetera, on that front. And they simulated running production databases for SQL Server for Oracle uh, and essentially stress-testing the system. Um, now, the, uh, the again, performance is a function of the actual uh, instance that you choose there. Uh, but they were able to, uh, you know, simulate, you know, actually having these databases serve you know, serve data at the end of the day. And uh, uh, again, by doing so, we again validated all the different functionality that Nutanix is known for on-prem, um, but except it's on the clusters. Now, we did uh, some testing also of Nutanix Era, and Jeremy can talk a little bit more about that, but also simulating things like uh, cloning in on a cluster, uh, looking at some of the other functionality that, uh, that Era delivers as a part of that. Um, this is actually a uh, real opportunity for customers to look at, you know, clusters as an extension of their existing environment. So they could look at it, as Jeremy mentioned, for elastic scenarios where, like, dev test instances have to be spun up or they have to burst uh, for the purposes of performance. But they could also be looking at consolidation scenarios as well, where essentially they want to get out of the, the managed uh, hardware business and go to something um, more public cloud-like on that front. Yeah, I think it's also in the, the hybrid context really opens the doors for a DR model that can spin up on-premises and the public cloud. So imagine, you know, uh, deployments of, uh, say, SQL Server always on, where you have a writable on-premises database, a synchronous replica on-prem, and then have asynchronous replica sitting at different Amazon availability zones for DR failover. So it becomes a very, very powerful operating model where you can, you can maintain things, you can manage them the same way. And as I said, with the power of ERA and Nutanix, you can really simplify that data mobility, those standards, best practices, and the like, and have an ideal simplified experience across both. Sachin, your team also recently launched some database-related services customers can purchase from Nutanix or through authorized partners. Can you touch on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, working with uh, Jeremy's extended team, we actually have a whole slew of services that have uh, 
been made available to our customers and prospects. Uh, and again, this could be delivered by Nutanix consultants or by our authorized partners. And these would be for SQL Server, for Oracle, for Postgres, MySQL. And they're kind of centered around um, the concept of getting the customers comfortable and uh, up and running on Nutanix solutions for databases, including ERA, right? So ERA, as you guys know, is the, the automation uh, platform allowing customers to really simplify tasks like provisioning, et cetera. And so we have a slew of these services. It starts with uh, the concept of design. So we have a design workshop that uh, uh, customers can take advantage of to really, you know, uh, help them understand what is the ideal scenario. And our design workshop not only takes into account the whole on-prem scenario, now we can actually even include the whole clusters concept in there as well. So again, imagine creating a proper hybrid environment, um, including factoring in some of the connectivity, et cetera. The second part of that is the actual migration assessment. This is, again, part of that transition to Nutanix where we sit down with the customers, we discuss all the different options for migrating the data over uh, the different scenarios, et cetera. And then we help them come up with a plan for migration on that front. Uh, and then we have services also around the configuration and deployment side of it. So how do you deploy ERA? What's the most optimal way to set up uh, ERA and the databases especially if you're working at uh, different uh, database engines, et cetera. Also, if you're looking at uh, some functionality like copy data management or backup, how does that play out? Um, what are the different scenarios and use cases that you want to factor in there as a part of it? And we'll also have, again, services that we offer around security. So, for example, being able to configure uh, micro-segmentation and tailor it for the actual you know, business-critical application environment that the database is a part of, et cetera. So these are all the different services that are available uh, on that front. And uh, again, we have a team of experts uh, within Nutanix as well as within our partner base. We've been working very closely with our partner community to help build this expertise and share a lot of the IP that we've created to help the customer. And finally, if folks want to learn more, are, the, what, are there resources available? <clears throat> Absolutely. So we actually have tons of material on our website, www.newtax.com. So under there, the solutions page, we actually have a database solutions page. And we'll have a lot of different videos, a lot of different material there, including some of the ERA-related material. Um, there are like a series of videos that we've created that kind of walk through different functionality. Uh, similarly, we also have a lot of work that we've done around clusters as well, where we've actually demonstrated a couple of scenarios, um, including migrating workloads over, how do you spin up an environment, et cetera. So these are, again, you know, self-service mechanism if you want to collect that info. Um, now, I know that uh, Jeremy and his extended team also have uh, com are committed to kind of working one-on-one -on -one with some of our customers to make sure that they understand the concept of clusters and the concept of database running on a cluster. So again, reach out. Um, we'll be more than happy. You guys know how to connect with us anyways uh, on, on social media or uh, through your uh, Nutanix rep, but we'd be more than happy to talk to you about this. Jeremy, any other places you'd recommend? Like, uh, yeah. The well, I think a lot, of, a lot of content on our website, uh, a lot of great YouTube videos. Uh, on the official Nutanix channel that you, um, you know, people can take a look at to see some examples of how we simplified and streamlined database auto automation. I would also say that uh, if for the more developer-minded folks, there's a great uh, Nutanix site, developer.nutanix.com, with 
with clear API examples of interacting with clusters and with with ERA to 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 really automate uh, the database lifecycle in that hybrid context from from API. So if you're looking to do any kind of integration or or uh, plan something out like that, that's a great place to start. Great, and I'll have all these links in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me today, Jeremy and Sachin. Be sure to check out all the great content on the Nutanix community at next.nutanix.com. There you'll find our community blog, updates on Nutanix user groups, and of course, Nutanix certification and education information. So with that, from your friends here at Nutanix, have a great week.